This is Baja SAE Shop Talk, the official podcast of the Baja SAE series. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, and I guess this is officially the new season starting off here with this. I'm Mike Sorg, the uh, video and podcast producer you see around the events here and hear the voice of uh, for the CDS series with SAE. And today, we're getting uh, ready for that new season, as I mentioned, and of course, uh, with every new season, there's a few changes, and right out of the gate, the fun stuff is going to be registration, and that's what we're talking about with you guys today, so you can get all the tips, make sure you're prepared and not caught off guard by these new changes that are uh, looking to help everybody out. Uh, we have with us, we've got a full compliment here today in the studio. First, Ryan Good, the University Programs Coordinator for Formula SAE is with us. How you doing, Ryan? How's it going, Mike? Good, good. Jamie Knopf is here, University Program Coordinator for Auto Draft Challenge. How you doing? I'm great, Mike. Thanks. And Amanda, your University Programs Developer. How you doing, Amanda? Thanks for having us. So, uh, like I said, there's a lot of changes going on with the registration for all of the uh, competitions for the 2020 season. Um, Ryan, talk to us about why these uh, changes were made by SAE. SAE actually implemented these changes, Mike, to help alleviate from um, potential server overload. And at the same time, this also will help with the stress of all these teams as they mm -hmm. put 30 to 40 people at the computer trying to register for one competition. Now that's going to help pull away from that. As well, we want the opportunity for as many unique universities as possible to join these competitions. So we put in place some restrictions and that we're going to be speaking about today to help make sure that every university has the opportunity to uh, enter the competition. As well with one of the changes that were made is with formula as compared to Baja and Arrow, formula now are going to award their top 10 teams from the previous year's competitions to register for any competition which they place the top 10 in. Mm -hmm. uh, so for example, previously, if a team registered in the top 10 for Michigan and the top 10 for Lincoln, they had to choose which competition they wanted to pre-register for. Now, with our new system, they can register for both of those competitions during that pre-registration window. So those, that's kind of the reason as to why we are doing these changes. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned at the beginning the, the stress in the server overload, which, of course, was very stressful, I'm sure, on the SAE side of things. Uh, you know, that was that we've done the live streams for those, you know, with the, the kids in there. And it is uh, the, the best, the, the, the best worst thing for them that day, it feels. Oh, it, it really is. I mean, these competitions, some of them fill up within a minute, minute and a half. Uh, so... They're all sitting there waiting for that 10 a.m. Eastern Standard mm. Time to occur. And as soon as that happens, all 30 clicks are happening at the same time, rushing through that process. So this is really going to help out with that. And, and this is a situation that's been developing for years. I, I know since uh, uh, I've been working with you guys, um, you know, being there for those, those sign-up days, the registration days, and watching that window get shorter and shorter every year. Right? So like, you know, this is really kind of a response to the demand the competitions have had. Yeah, when I started, I uh, started um, six years ago. Mm -hmm. We did all registrations on the same day, mm -hmm. and that was crazy. Uh, we shut down the server every year. It was really intense. It was a big deal around SAE and the IT department. And then a few years ago, we switched to having them uh, having each series register on different days. That seemed to help a little bit. We worked really hard with the IT team to simplify the registration processes much as possible so that it took teams a shorter amount of time to get in, get registered and get off. So another team could get in there. We've think we've 
captured all of the benefits that we have there. And um, now this just happened to be the right time with the philosophical shift to allowing as many unique universities in as possible. So yeah. the, the technology piece is really just an added benefit of the philosophical piece. But ultimately, I think it makes a better day for everyone if, if <laughs> no one is um, sending off the SAE, you know, DDoS alarms. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. This was so bad that and we've yeah. talked about this, this on, on previous registration podcast that, that it, it, it all hits the servers and shuts down like all the computers in, in the entire office. Yeah. Because it looks like an attack because it's being quote air quotes attacked by all of you guys trying to register at front at once from all over the country and the world uh so so that's a very interesting issue that uh we're, you guys have been working through here and then the other side effect of what we are implementing this year is going to be potentially the sellout times mm-hmm. which we've really touted in the last few years as a really cool stat and metric for how quickly we can sell out mm. there's a chance we don't sell out some competitions that were being sold out for the last few years. So that's something else that is um, maybe it doesn't feel as cool, except yeah. now that means that every team that wants to compete in a competition has an opportunity to get on the registered team list before that second wave of registrations opens, which ultimately that's what we're looking for. So ideally, I want to see a lot more in different schools when we go to competition in 2020. Absolutely. Across the board. I like that. I like that. All right, let's get into the details of this. So what are the new dates for registration that uh, we're looking at? Pre-registration is going to open at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 7th. That will run through October 14th. Ryan's going to give a little more detail on each competition. Um, But after pre-registration closes on October 14th, we have uh, window one that will open October 14th through October 28th. So October 14th, that will open at 10 a.m. And it will close October 28th at 11.59 p.m. Window two will open October 28th at 10 a.m. and close November 27th at 11.59 p.m. And then, finally, um, November 27th will be the final deadline for fees and all registration. Again, that closes at 11.59 p.m. So what Jamie just gave you was the general registration information. Now we're going to break this down for the Baja SAE. So Baja SAE will open up Tuesday... Pre-registration for Baja will open up Monday, October 7th at 8 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time and will close at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, October 14th. Registration for Baja will open Tuesday, October 15th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and will close on Monday, October 28th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Registration window 2 will open two weeks later on Tuesday, October 29th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it will close Wednesday, November 27th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On November 27th at 11.59 p.m., all registration fees must be paid. And there will be no opportunity for any teams to register for any competitions at this point. Excellent. And as we're going through this process here, uh, who who do we contact uh, and have general chat with? we have any issues with this process going forward? So the general chat can go to collegiatecompetitions at sae.org. 
Uh, the university program coordinators are answering any emails and what you guys are sending there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a few come through so far about the news posts, and we've been able to uh, kind of clear those up. All right, let's get specific with Baja. Then. Well, tell us what pre-registration process is going to look like for them. So Baja's pre-registration will be October 7th through October 14th, beginning at 8 a.m. If a university placed in the top 10 in multiple events, won a pre-registration pass, or a 2019 on-site raffle, they can pre-register for multiple events. So what that means is if they are typically a team that has gone to three competitions in the past, they will not be able to register for that third competition during pre-reg, obviously, if they didn't uh, place in that top 10 for that competition, which kicks that registration to window two. This is going to be really important for teams to think strategically about, more so in Baja than any other competition, because of that restriction. So just be really thoughtful about how you guys are going to go about registering for which pre-reg competitions. Then when we get to window one for registration, what is that going to look like for Baja? So window one for Baja is going to be any teams that did not get an on-site raffle and they did not place in the top 10 at any of the three competitions. This also could be an opportunity for those to forego their pre-registration opportunities. Um, So one thing that you guys will also want to keep in mind is you have one opportunity here. You can register for one of the three competitions. Something to keep in mind, as Amanda was saying earlier about being strategic, is if you do register for a competition that has a wait list already established and your team ends up on that wait list, that is your one registration uh, spot. So you are still technically not on an active roster at this time or an active teams list at this time. And you will have to wait until window two to potentially be on an uh, active list at that point. So be pretty aware and, and strategic with how you're signing up at window one. That is correct, because once you sign up for window one, whether you're a registered teams list or you are a waitlist team, that is your spot. Yeah, this is going to come into play whenever there are there is a clear competition that is the most popular, the most sought after. Um, this year, probably going to be Baja SAE Illinois. It's always been a very popular competition, particularly because it's the June competition. So what that means is if If Illinois is the one you really want to get into and you choose to get on the wait list, you cannot register for any other competitions during window one. Um, But they'll have plenty of chance in window two, right? So what's going to happen when we get to that? So window two is actually when they will have that opportunity. Uh, Window two will open up to all universities to register for as many competitions as they want. So once again, think strategically. Put yourself in one of the Baja SA competitions that you're and your team may believe is not going to fill up as quickly, and then wait for window two to open up, and you can put yourself on a registered teams list, or you can even put yourself on the wait list. That's something to keep in mind as well. We just aren't sure how the sellouts are going to break down this year. Um, we know that there are not 300 universities competing for a, a slot at a Baja SAE competition. There's somewhere in the mid-200s. So that means there will be some slots open on that window too. It's just a matter of how many and where they're distributed. So make sure you get together with your team ahead of time to know exactly what your strategy is, what competitions you should be trying to register for in window one, and then have another meeting and talk about window two when there are slots open. 
So it's kind of like we moved the uh, the, the free-for-all rush to the second window, it seems. Yes, a little bit, but we really feel confident that by getting 80% of the field already mm-hmm. um, registered before that in, mm-hmm. in a more controlled fashion, because, I mean, three or four years ago, we didn't even have pre-reg, right? So every mm-hmm. team was coming in at window one. Now we have pre-reg, which is going to take a pretty decent chunk out. And now we have window one, which is going to restrict a lot of our series down to only having one team coming in per class, per competition. And then window two will have some rush, but we think that it'll be pretty spread out. So for Baja in the past, Brazil's always been a, a special circumstance, the way we bring in teams for their, through their competitions and, and stuff. What's going on with India? Yeah, so both Brazil and India this year will have a bit of a different registration process. So SAE International has made a cooperation agreement with SAE India and SAE Brazil to reserve spots for their top teams that participate in their local competitions. And then those teams will be invited to come and participate in one or more of the Baja SAE United States competitions. In the past, we've had Brazilian teams jump on the wait list after registration kind of closed so they can submit their document submissions. That is going to be a little bit different this year. So both Indian teams and Brazilian teams can register at the same period as uh, any other team, uh, particularly window one, I would assume. Although if you give it a few minutes, the the craziness will die down and you'll be able to get into the server. Uh, What's going to happen once you register for that competition is it's actually going to put you in a like a holding tank wait list so that your information is saved. We have a contact information for your team. We know what your university name is. And from there, you'll still submit your documents just like you would normally. And if your team is chosen from your affiliate organization, you'll be promoted to the registered team list and replace the placeholder that we have for SA Brazil in the past, you remember there's been three SAE Brazil registrations. So that's all changing. Um, it's going to be much simpler, much more seamless for you guys. Just get on that list, submit your documents, win your local competitions, and you'll be on your way to the U.S. That's simple. Simple. Excellent. Is there any more support that's going to be going on leading into these registration uh, processes, uh, Ryan? So what we actually have currently is we have all this information out on our news feeds currently, and we also have it on our Facebook pages as well. Um, if you do have any questions after hearing this podcast or after reading those news feed, feeds, please feel free to reach out to us via email at collegiatecompetitions.sae.org. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions in which you currently have. Uh, on top of that, we are also working on an infographic that we're going to be able to share with teams at some point. And it's just going to be a picture of everything broken down, even in a simpler way. Uh, so we'll have pictures for the pre-registration process. We'll have pictures for the window one process and pictures for the window two process. Um, on top of that, we will also be hosting WebExes uh, the week of September 22nd. We'll have one for Arrow. We'll have one for Baja. And we'll also have one for Formula during that week period. Uh, if you check your um, CDS web pages... Uh, You'll also be able to find it on there as well. That kind of lays out the date and time in which we will be hosting these. The most important part of this year is going to be prepared ahead of time with all the information you need. It will be a very smooth registration if you know what you're doing. But it could be 
painful if your team makes the wrong decision and then you realize the implications after the fact. So just make sure you get ahead of it. Like Ryan said, reach out and email us about your specific situation if you're confused, particularly the pre-reg gets a little uh, confusing about what happens in window one and window two. So please reach out. We're here for you to answer any of those questions. Ryan and Jamie are going to be doing the WebExes, which is a really, really, really important. If you've never seen the registration screens, they're going to be running through the registration screens, the total process. Um, and I feel like we haven't actually said this enough during the podcast. So please don't re- hit refresh, 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 refresh. You will <laughs> shut down the servers and then no one will be able to register. That is still an issue. It's we, always going to be. We are lightening the issue in the server load, <laughs> but it is still a possibility. There's still a lot of you that are going to be jumping in there in window one. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, SAE is just not Amazon on Prime Day, right? <laughs> they're, they're not. It's easier Prime Day. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so there's no reason for a website like SAE to invest these massive server resources mm. into literally 10 total minutes throughout mm. the week. So... Um, uh, server load optimization is a very hard te- uh, 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 math problem to solve. It really is. And the advice that we always have given on the Facebook Lives is that don't refresh. The button's going to automatically flip over to mm. a register now button. When that happens, you can register. If you get stuck, then you can refresh. Wait for that button to flip. If it's after 10 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, which is also another really important note. Make sure you have your time zones correct if you're not in um, Eastern Time Zone. Once that button flips over and you don't see it, it should have flipped over, it hasn't flipped over, then you can refresh. Don't do it leading up to 10 a.m. It just is going to shut it down for everyone. Well, looking forward to see how this goes. Looking forward to see the uh, uh, hopefully a new variety of teams across all the competitions this year as we get out there in 2020. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Amanda, Ryan, and Jamie for joining me here and uh, uh, hashing through all the details and all the changes that we're having this year. And until next time, we'll see you guys out there. Please stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to Baja SAE Shot Talk. As always, we want to hear from you, so email BajaSAE at SAE.org. The show notes for this episode, as well as all others, can be found at www.BajaSAE.net slash podcast. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next episode.